Backbone Takeover. My name's Nick Brown for Andy Brown from Andy Brown Town, the 14th reason, the Silver Surfer top deck. I'll be your host. I'll be your guide over this next hour. And joining me is the man to my right, the oh-so-glorious one, Mr. Nathan Custerson. Nathan, how are you doing? It's a Monday. Happy Monday. I know a lot of people hate Mondays, but I love Mondays because right now I'm with you and that makes me happy. I'm a happy man too, Nick Brown. You yeah. know what? Mondays I'm always happy as well because nothing bad's happened at work yet normally <laughs> at the start of the week. So my mood is pretty good and yeah. like doing the show on Monday is actually quite fun too, especially when the weather's like this. Nick. Oh, it is. It's a, a picturesque day look, as I described to you. Bono, Bono sung it very well. What it's a say? beautiful day. Nick, <laughs> I've been listening dun, 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 to a lot of you too actually during the week. Well, that's been a bad week then for you. So Larry, Larry Connick Jr. I'm pretty sure is a Drummer, the worst drummer of all time, one of the greatest bands of all time. That's funny how hey, those things seem to happen. Well, it's funny how you say that because they also have one of the worst guitarists who's also a great song, The Edge. The Edge. <laughs> what a shit name. The Edge, the fucking wrestler, yeah. stole his name it, from that guy. It only works as a wrestler. It doesn't work as a guitarist. And also, I don't think he's ever played a solo. Play a harmonic. I don't know what you're doing. You know one thing? The key to the success of that band, Nick. Yeah. So, no, clearly, no breakdowns. Clearly, Bono, Bono and The Edge are the two songwriters. Yes. But they split all royalties four ways. And they have done their whole career. Can you imagine how much they'd all be worth? Are you saying the drummer gets as much as Bono? Yes, it's unbelievable. That is stupendous that- business. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's why he went out solo, Nick Brennan. He flopped, but that's all right. He went solo for a bit? He did. Nick, they all do. Michael Hutchins tried it. They all do. They were best mates, those two. Mate, that's not good. I don't like that one yeah, bit. Nick, Some say Bono killed Michael Hutchins. Are you serious? I'm sure someone said yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know if anyone From Ireland You know Nate Yes You know how a couple of weeks ago I was telling you how I'm an athlete And how I I kind of out Kind of gymmed one person you And did. I, I outlasted him at the gym How'd you go? Did you do well, another thing? The, the last couple of weeks I've ran into him a few times And it's kind of again We don't speak do you, to each other No just words salute? Is there a salute? Yeah it's just is like, like a, a nod It's like a nod of respect It's, it's like a, hey It's like after Roman Reigns Beats John Cena It's just like that little yeah. nod of respect He one-upped you Yeah absolutely You one-upped him Well it was unfortunate Because he, he kind of pulled A dirty move on me Nave. I It was like last Wednesday And I was at the gym Just doing my little Doing my little walk Power walks Just kind of get nice. some case you know, I'm an yeah. athlete now I just kind of do 10, it every day 10,000 <laughs> I'll do 40. I'll you do 40. Ah, no, I can't do that. I was going to say, Dave Dramey, you don't want anything to do with 10,000. 10,000 fists 10, in the air. 10,000 fists Oh, my God. So but I love that song. This guy walks in yeah. and he pulls the Joker card on me. He brings his girlfriend with him. No. That's cheating because he no. knows I don't, I don't have a girlfriend. Oh. He looks at me. That's absolute bullshit. Rubbing it in. Absolutely. Mm. And he gave me two nods this time. Oh, and no. I feel like one of them was like, ha you know, where's your girlfriend? Sucked dick? in. <laughs> oh, no, and, I, and I left the gym crying. <laughs> Made sure he knew about it. So if oh, I see her again, I, thought, I actually thought he. I was more confused than my sexuality. It was crazy. They a beautiful couple, weren't they? They were. That's the worst oh, part. That's the worst. I, if part. they weren't a beautiful couple, I wouldn't have run up crying. <laughs> <laughs> they were Instagram in real life. Oh, that, I got a Would You Rather. Oh, a really good Would You Rather. Oh, I found shit. this on uh, on that app that I'm obsessed with, Nathan. That's TikTok. TikTok. Yes. <laughs> now, someone, think for a second. Someone came um, came up with this, and I thought it'd be good to bring to you, Nathan. I want oh, you to man. kind of think about this. Yes. Would you rather, Nathan, in 2022, that every album that's released is a surprise album, so no rollout, mm. no lead single, mm. or on January 1st, 2022, you get a complete schedule of every album that's going to drop throughout the year. Ooh. 
So you get to know, like, you get to go, okay, November's a massive mum for maybe, you know, when the dead mums are. And you get to know the singles because they'll be releasing Absolutely. around that time. You know okay. all that or you know none of that. I'm an advocate for the surprise album, Nick. Yep. I did a yay or nay for that a few weeks ago. So I actually love the element of surprise because you feel like you're listening at the same time as everyone else. Whereas, like, if you're listening to singles, like, people listen to them 20 times, some yeah. listen to them 10 times. Like, you over-listen to those things. But if you're listening, like, like Donda. Yeah. Why do I like Donda so much? Because, like, you grow with everyone. There was Nick no Brown. singles, yeah. No singles came out of nowhere and like I, I don't think our actual not Loose did it they yeah. dropped an EP out of nowhere but like you know the RKO out of nowhere I love that Nick. what about <laughs> you what would you choose well it's, it was interesting because like I initially had the same thought as you but then I thought well man I can, I can imagine by the time it got getting to about July yeah getting the whole surprise it, yeah. album especially if you have a few dead weeks and you kind of gets to a Friday and you're kind of waiting for all the good albums and you're like mm. oh, it's another week with kind of nothing you kind of get a bit sick of it but I ultimately did go for that one I feel like that'd be a fun year at least before going back to normal but I also like having the, the information before everyone else does that'd be kind of cool as well sick. Just we to, I like to be like like, you know, I like to think I know something, you know? Well, we, we pretend that anyway, Nick. Yeah, I know. That's exactly Guess yeah. that way to fucking glory. Oh, that's what we do. Um, you know, Taylor Swift fans are crazy, Nathan. Yeah, what have they done? They, they are Swifties. They're another breed. Like after I, the Kanye incident? Well, I'm a big I'm a big Swifty fan. Mm. Uh, that she re- she, you know what she's been doing recently? What's she's, she been, she's been re-releasing her albums because of her label haven't like they haven't given her ownership of her music. I no. think it is. So she did Fearless earlier in the year. She's done Red and we go oh. straight to number one. And yep. it's like, and she has this new version of this song that goes, I think Jake Gyllenhaal. I think that's Jakey. Like, yeah. I think everyone, they dated once. I don't know. I don't really know all the story. Beautiful but, people. Well, I don't, Let's be honest. Like, what's better? What's mm. better? Taylor Swift's best album or Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal? I'm going the crawler. I'm going the crawler all day. So I don't know who I, I don't know who to believe, but I'm more of a Swifty than a Jake Gyllenhaal fan. So we so we all hate Jake Gyllenhaal right now. That okay? is fantastic. But she, do you reckon she could actually go to acting? Has she ever done actressing? Like, she was in one movie. I yeah? think it was called New Year's Eve, and it was one of those all star casts. that was a terrible movie. So <laughs> well, I was just thinking they roll reverse. Mm. So like you, you think of it. So like when a famous cricketer plays footy for like for a charity game, then like. The cricketer goes to play yeah. footy, like vice versa. Who's better at what? Who would be better out of those two? Would Jake be a better singer or her a better actor? Well, so you just said the movie sucked, like it was horrible. So I'm going Jake. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> she's going to do it, but it's not going to be Nightcrawler. It's going to be Daywalker. She's no MGK. <laughs> nah, she's no MGK. Mm. But, but uh, Kills us she, so what happened is everyone's been getting their vinyl for um, the Red re-release. I think over the past I don't know, few Couple weeks, of weeks or whatever, yes. and every all the Swifties have been complaining because they all think they're all complaining that it sounds like a man on the uh, on the record. Really? So, like here, are the like the comments are just the funniest thing ever all like the reviews are like one star i'm super confused right now because i bought taylor swift's red version on vinyl at target and some man is singing on it every song not taylor swift and then it's like and there's mine has a man singing every track does everyone else have a vinyl that sounds like a man singing well the difference is they haven't got it at the right speed (laughs) it's running running at 45 and they're they're going 33 because they obviously don't collect vinyl and they're going at the wrong speed so the swifty fans animals so she's made them go out and buy a fucking record player yeah. for themselves and it's they got ins- no idea what to do. It's insane. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do. I, yeah. I, I still don't have one. I Usually I just press buttons until something happens. <laughs> That's what I do every time I put a record it's like in. people listen to our show in actual extra speed. Do you know? Yeah, exactly. Do you mm. listen to us at half speed? We sound drunk as fuck. Oh, it's right? horrible. You know um, you know what Adele's done? You want to know the influence of Adele? <laughs> the Oprah interview no, like, no, that I haven't fuck, watched fuck last that. night. I don't give a oh, shit okay, about that. Yeah, okay. Adele is so powerful in what she does. She actually asked Spotify to remove the shuffle button when listening to to an album no way. and they just did it 
Bullshit. Apparently, I haven't looked, but I just no, saw online. Well, Adele for her album, it probably isn't then. Oh, maybe for just Adele's. Yeah, she's okay. come out. She said Spotify have agreed to take away the shuffle button. No way. That's insane. One that's, thing, that's fucking power. <laughs> I've got to call out Spotify. For yeah, go for it. One thing I hate. So, like, last night we went to the, a show. So, a certain band called Gloom. So, Nick, I have 30 of their songs. Yeah. I don't think they've ever, I don't think they've released 30 songs. Spotify doubles up. I don't know how it happens. I got like three versions of it, like three times of every song. Yeah. I don't get it. Is it? Are does, they, does that are to they you? the same version? Exactly. Yeah. yeah so yeah, flesh and bones. I, like I got each song twice. I'm like, how does that happen? You can't remove them. Nick. You have to go online. Like, I would like. I would like censored versions of Gloom because I don't like swearing. It's no, too, it's too much. I don't like. Last night it was I don't big. like people swearing. No, we couldn't <laughs> handle it. Had to, we had to cover up your ears. I also Nick. got one more question for oh, you. Oh no! Uh, just a random one, easy one for you. Oh shit! Might not be easy. If you could choose two bands, two bands to do a collab album, oh. album, not just like a little Equinox three three track or anything mm-hmm. like that, not just one song, not, not someone we're featuring. I'm talking two bands working together on diggity for an album. Mm. Who are the two bands that come to mind? Parkway Polaris. Ooh. I'd get Winston with his vocals over fucking like the cleans the Polaris bring. Like you get the chops Ooh. of both bands, Nick. It'd be stanky. The headline of night and day. Like imagine them coming out and playing a fucking Equinox tour, but playing six songs of like so six times you got Parkway back in as the band, and six times you got Polaris back in as the band was intertwining, intertwining, sorry, vocalists. Like you got uh, three. I like, love it. Know? It's not true, it's not correct, but that's Oh, okay. sorry, what, what are you going? Uh, Taylor Swift Kanye West, of course. Oh. <laughs> Or Sharon Namua. I don't know. Like they're my two. Sharon Namua. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that I want I want some fucking I want some crazy shit going on. A hundred a hundred gex and Attila or something like that. This is not damn amazing fucking uh, because they 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 made a fucking living off the share song. Do you believe in love? Not a bad not a bad cover, Nick. That's something we'll talk about later. Uh, okay, fine, we'll do it. (laughs) Let's okay, Dave. Let's talk. Music. Music. But let's talk live music. Live. We haven't had a chance to talk about live music in a while, which is exciting. Yes. Uh, so now we get to talk about it. Last night, we were at not, not just like the Workers' Club. The premier not, venue in not, Melbourne. Not Nick. just st- not Stay Gold. No. Not, not just, I don't know, Arrow on Swanston. We were at 170 Russell to see the yeah. gloom in the corner, starve. Does it make sense? And observers <laughs> perform. Um, at 170 Russell, at Nick. 170 Russell. I wasn't dreaming it. Nah, look, it was billboards. Uh, it took me back to when I was at billboards, dancing away, popping, oh, popping eckies everywhere. You were, weren't you? Nah, I was too scared. I didn't know. I didn't know what was in them. <laughs> I just, I, I wish like Stagold's still my favourite venue in Melbourne, but it's the hardest to get to for us. So, yeah, like, is. if that was roll reversed with 170 Russell's location, perfect, yeah. we'd be in heaven. But like you say, seeing a local gig. I've only seen international bands at yeah. 170 Russell basically the whole time. We've seen Northlane there, but they had internationals underneath them and Polaris, the same thing. So, mm. like, it felt big, but like, seeing just three local bands yeah. play on that stage was kind of like, it blew me away a bit. And like, Observer started up, and Nick, I haven't seen a person wear a beret live at a venue <laughs> since fucking Brendan Murphy from Counterparts. Don't do it. That is his thing. That's his moniker. Stay the fuck away. But Nick, I. I didn't know what to think when I walked in. Like uh, I, I, I try to get there fashionably late, Nick, as you know. Like I'm just one of those people I, that does those things. Yeah. But I popped up five minutes early. So I got to see all a couple of beautiful faces that I hadn't seen in a while. I've never seen the Dropkick Murphys perform live, but I, I assume, like I assume like they all wear berets like as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, look, first thing I noticed yes. when they started playing was, no holy, holy fuck, 
where the fuck are the earplugs? Yes, I am so, so loud. My ears are getting absolutely throttled. My, than me. my ears are mm. getting face fucked right yeah. now. It was getting, it was getting unnerving. It for was. Me. It was kind of like we had to leave the room. He felt like. Oh, oh, it was insane. My left ear is still copping it today. Like, we well, always stand on the left I side. I haven't recovered. I haven't recovered no. from it. But uh, look. The set was okay. Yeah. I didn't really think too much of it, to be honest. It was, I look, I love the fact it was a three band bill. Mm. Um, my only complaint of the night, if I'm being honest, my only complaint was the the changeover times. I just thought half an hour between, between like, the changeovers yeah. was just a bit too much for me personally. I thought the show could have been wrapped up around ten o'clock, nine thirty, kind of thing with better scheduling. But that's just a very minor issue. Minus. To be fair, it's fucking um, ten thirty ending on a Sunday well, night. Like, a Sunday that's pretty, night. That's pretty perfect, right? Oh, on a Sunday is pretty well done. But like, if that was a Saturday, it would have been perfect. It's not as good as when I saw. Bad baby performance. She ended it before eight o'clock, <laughs> and I was like, "Bedtime, oh, nine o'clock." No, I went to see Scar Lord. Oh, <laughs> I was on two shows no, that night. Nick. I had a great oh, night. I remember that? That, yeah, was, that was, awesome. was an unbelievable one too. That <laughs> was at Howler. I feel like mm. uh, that one, but yeah, Bad Baby performed the one seventy Russell as well. What a story! It was it was an amazing show because mm. of the fact that uh, look, I remember when they opened it up and they said it's all full capacity and I was kind of like oh this might have been better if it was at stay goal but when I got to 170 felt big it, it just like I don't know it just it felt like for what it was like one like one night only ECW one night stand where like for one night only the scene felt a lot bigger and it felt like a bit of a reunion for a lot of people Drew, and it was the just official awesome. comeback of the scene like maybe uh, that's just because like was yeah. that our first, was your first gig it back? was my ooh, yes I think so yeah, yeah it was my first gig back like seeing people again so maybe yeah. it was just because we're there I'm saying that but like it felt like it was big yeah so like we've had a few gigs before that and Anticline played the night before we didn't get they to go did. to see that but Man, they, have you heard about the Anticline show oh Nick I have <laughs> I've heard the, people the, are getting tattoos heard, from that show I heard there were so many injuries that like the internet started forgetting about Astro World for a few minutes Dude, like I'm, it was like crazy shit going KOs on there. left right and centre people didn't know how to pit or it was like people were getting their like energy that they built up for six months fucking yeah. waiting to go out and bosh and they did it and they took people out next Yeah, absolutely. Look, yeah, survival of the fittest, I guess, if you want to go as long to those I didn't shows. have to fight that fucking security guard from last night. Oh, he was so... Side stage. That, I, I was uh, uh, absolutely... His arm tattoo. Oh he's like got his little tribal thing rocking on. Oh, no. That was every creator wrestler in every wrestling game <laughs> for seven years straight for me. <gasps> so I really felt like I was going to go up to him, give him the reverse rock bottom, which was my finish oh. move back then. <laughs> it's actually funny. I said it to Mitch last night when the set was going on and they actually called like... Mid gloom set, they're like, "Oh, we got to turn it down a bit." Yeah. Like, oh, that might hurt it a bit, but I'm like, "He actually looks like he'd be fucking in one of those Christian bands from the early 2000s." Oh my god! Yes. Like imagine, like they yeah. had those. That was the look, the bald head, the yeah. fucking tattoos. I'm like, he's definitely a Christian he'd be like singer. this. This one, where's Scott Snap? This one's about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 I was waiting for it, Nick. That's so oh, good. It's fucking classic. But yes, Nick. Yes. Sorry. We're, we're from... going everywhere right now. That's what we do on this show, Nick. So from observers to Starve, what did you think of Starve? Well, first of all, I want to call out the gloom of the corner for the obvious sabotage that they caused for Starve. I, I'm the telling you right now. I'm, I've heard look, the word on the street, and this is definitely a rumor that I'm starting that you can help help me spread around. Mikey, I'm pretty sure, sabotaged the start of the set, and that's why I caught the... I don't know what happened. The... Are you surprised, Nick? No. Every, every fucking show something goes wrong with some band. I don't Always. know. It's like it's kind of like part of the parcel. It but is. you know what the best part was when Observers were playing, I didn't know that the back the what behind the wall Backdrop. was all 
LEDs. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just a, I just thought it was a wall. Yeah. So when Starve come out and all of a sudden this whole thing lights up, I'm like, oh, this is the greatest show of all time. I was. Like, I was like, all of a, as soon as that <laughs> happened, I was like, oh, this is why it should be a 170 Russell and not a fucking Stay Gold. Mm. Nothing against Stay Gold, but like the only time I've seen LEDs for that is when Earthbound spent $14 billion on you their fucking that. production. That's unbelievable <laughs> Earthbound did that. But like you say, actually, it was the first time seeing them all, for everyone, probably since the actual release show, yeah. the EP release show. So... To see all those songs live again was really cool. And actually, the sound... One thing I regret, mid-set, I was actually going to go back a little bit higher because at 170 Russell, the sound travels a little bit different. Yeah. So, like, different levels. Like, that second level just above the actual floor itself, I think, is always the ideal spot if you, watch, if you, want, if you sound, want to watch yeah. an actual band. So, like... But the sound on the floor where we were was great. The crowd reaction was great. Yeah. And, um, Nick, I've got to say... Yes. So, Geordie, one of the most beautiful men in the scene. Oh, some say... Go on. Mm, I was going to say the most beautiful. Oh, I tell you what, top five. Top five. Absolutely. Well, Nick, you Especially know with his hair right now, it's lethal. Oh, <laughs> it's absolutely lethal. That is gorgeous. I tell you what. If it <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, though. So, yeah. Nick, like, he must, like, from all reports, phenomenal barber. Mm. Great at what he does. Absolutely. But you know what? what? He's an even better front man. <laughs> because <laughs> like, call. There, there, call. there's actually something about watching. He's so natural on the stage. Yeah. And he's so comfortable and, like, with these movements and, like, the whole band, like, there's just something about Starve, like the the style, like on the stage, it just looks really cool. And like, they got it's simple. You got a guitarist, you got a bassist, a drummer, and a vocalist. And I think always that's the best setup for any band. I, yeah, maybe that's just me. Being, I like a good old four piece. Well, I it's love just, it's, a four piece. And you, having the front man out walking around and doing shit and commanding the crowd, that does it for me over what's yeah. someone just standing. And it's also a, a stylistic thing. I yes, like Jordy. Like um, if, if you saw Jordy with a guitar screaming, it just wouldn't make sense. No, Nick. where if it's a light, if you're doing like an alternative rock thing, yeah. it, w- it makes more sense for it yeah. to be like a guitar. Because what are you going to do with a microphone if you're just a solo front man? Hundred percent, mate. But like, and seeing that set live was really cool. What, any standouts? What, what, do you have like a favorite song from the? the uh, they ooh, I tell you what, they didn't go. Uh, they didn't go straight into. Well, actually, ooh, actually no. Ooh. Hang on. Let's ooh. think about this. Oh yeah. Sour Times It's just the best song Isn't it um, On Account of My Emptiness It's just the best song Isn't it oh. Shiver's just the best song ever, oh. Isn't it The whole EP the Fucking oh. is just the best EP I, Actually I want to say You mentioned yes. No bass player For Observers mm. I had a, Sorry I had a little Statement I have to make Okay uh-uh. I will no longer Talk about any band That doesn't have a bassist So I will not be Talking about 70, 75% of the scene Because <laughs> I'm sick of bands Julie noted out, And even when they Joke about it I don't care If you're self aware Enough to go Oh yeah we've got A Mac playing our bass Oh maybe we should get a Mac to play a guitar. You know what? Get a Mac to play the whole thing. I just want, next time I see Observers play, I want a laptop in the middle of the stage. One guy presses the space bar. They walk off stage. I just listen to it. That'd be better. Turn it down also. It's fucking loud in my ears. I'm old. I don't want to be the gloom guy in the corner. But oh, you fucking... Devoid a vision, get a pass? I, look, they're out. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know oh, what? No. no, Jack's too beautiful. No. Also top five. <laughs> oh, he's my top five. Beautiful too. man of the scene. Mikey, top ten. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> I will say, though, like I felt like the crowd... We're into it, but not as much as that EP launch because that show no, was no, absolutely. absolutely chaotic. But to see them on a big stage, that was the coolest thing ever. Can't wait for Unify. There was also no barrier for the entire show. Sorry, we'll get into that like a mm. bit later. But like, I think at that stage, people weren't aware that you could just get on stage and jump off. I think you know there was no at that point there was no security. Like there was nobody, right? Like absolutely, I didn't know security existed. I don't know if like Gloom just stinged out on sec- on the security budget. They were about to have another <laughs> Astro World situ- situation. Oh my god! God damn you, Travis Scott, Mikey. Mikey oh my god! god. <laughs> well, I think people are still trying to find their feet coming back mm. to gigs. So like people like. I remember, like, actually last night, was a couple of times I went to, like, shake people's hands and they're like, ooh, like, do I shake hands? Like, it's yeah. still kind of at yeah, that early, there's a lot of things early stages. Like- so I think gigs will get better, but... 
Fucking hell. We, we thought after we watched Starver, like, how, how, how's Gloom going to go? Yeah, literally that? what we said, well, we're like, they're just oh. not going to follow. And then they just went ahead and followed it. Nick. It was this, insane. This was unbelievable, Nick. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, I, I messaged Mikey last night and said, dude, clearly you've thought about this. Like, they've thought about every single part of the show and made it a production. Like, it yeah. wasn't just a normal Gloom show. Because every time it feels like we're seeing Gloom, something's happened on the stage. You're doing a fucking feature going off your nana. I'm, fucking I'm, the, I'm furious I wasn't asked the, to do it again. The fiasco at Unify. Like, yeah. you know, like one of the first times I saw him, like, Mikey was sick and like the sound wasn't always good for him. But everything ticked the boxes last night. The yeah. production levels were great. You finally got to hear like Nick's drums were sensational. Like, he's my he, next. He absolutely looked like a monster up he's there. He's my well. next mission, Nick. I need to get closer to him because yeah. I'm closer to the other boys in the band. So he's yeah. my next mission. But like the other three boys, when Nick, when Paul came out, I was I, I thought he was going to jump off stage, start gnawing at my neck. <laughs> I thought the stomps were going to go. Like I felt them through the room on the floor, Nick. It was unbelievable. It was and awesome. Matt, Matt was possessed. Like it was, I've never seen him so happy. It was so but, good. Mid set, he's like. He's always an angry man on the stage. It's the gimmick. But then after that, he just smiled like yeah. the last five songs because he was so happy and like messaged him as well. And like, it was so special to see like two bands that were really close with command the stage and Absolutely. get a really good crowd like that. And Gloom set was awesome. It went like a little bit off the, the cliff, a little bit like midway through the set. They went a little bit soft and were like, what's going to happen here? But yeah. they brought it all together beautifully. Um, <laughs> our mate, the long-haired beauty um, actually goes to me. They haven't played the ping. I'm like, you wait. Yeah, I'm they're like, playing the ping. Like, they'll fucking they'll play, play the ping, ping, you bastard. They actually, they, they floored me. They yeah. shocked me because they had two new songs. Like, instead of spacing them out, they played them one after the other. Yep. What'd you think of them? Well, the one with Dreg, the four minutes, the song with uh, Chris from <laughs> Dreg, who came out, great guest spot as well. And oh with the Dreg fucking music on the LEDs, oh. awesome. Um, look, people say static revenue aren't influential. And here we are. I'm telling you, Mikey, He's coming Mikey He's comes on stage you. for us and all of a sudden he wants to be frowny. I get it, Mikey. It's a cool gimmick, but stay away from it. Spice Girls want to be next. It was so good. Like, I, um, That's it's, it's the weirdest, yeah, that, that four-minute Drake song is the weirdest moment of my life. I've never experienced anything like it. It's just, I don't know what Mikey's doing. If he, is Did he, he just, call out God? He said, fuck God or something? Hey, 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 hey. Pretty hey, sure he hey, said something Hey, like we that. can't say that. Sorry. Right? And Jesus, we'll yeah. beat that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of the lyrics there, though, Nick. There's a couple of moments I just lost my mind. I'm just like, you little fuck. It was, it was so funny. I, I love this one point where Mikey, because Mikey wasn't using a wireless mic, uh, and uh, he was like over near Paul's side, and he like, got caught. <laughs> Caught up, he got caught up. He's like, "Fuck it, old ball." Like, I was pissed. That was myself. the best moment of the show. There, Paul's just standing in his normal spot. He wasn't. Even, he was just in front oh, no. of, behind the microphone. He wasn't just standing. <laughs> yeah, he was fucking moving. Yeah, okay. But he was. I need a shout out, Mikey. Yes. So, honestly, that's the best I've seen him sing. Oh, absolutely. By three links of the straight. So he's clearly going to be really good on their new music, and whether it's an album, whatever they're doing. But to see him live play that well and sing that well and have the crowd in the palm of his hand. Like, it was really cool to see, like, how far they've come as a band. And who knows what their ceiling is now, Nick? I, I've, I like the ceiling. Well, yeah, I feel like last night elevated their yes. ceiling for what we thought they could be. I feel yes. like last night they went up a little bit, for sure. And you say shout-out to Mikey, but also shout-out to whoever, whoever the sound guy, sound guy was, guy was amazing. Was it Joel? 
I don't know who was doing it. It might have been. The big, yeah. Uh, but like, what will you say? Like, you've said this in the past where yes. like Mikey sometimes is too loud. And when you're doing a, a clean style like Mikey's, if it's over the top of the mix, yeah. it can get whiny as fuck really quickly. And that's no disrespect to Mikey, but that's just like how mixes work, right? You put cleans too high, put Aaron from Amity too high in the mix, and all of a sudden that kind That'd of be garbage. something that sounds like it's within the mix sounds yeah. over the top. It just goes goes to shit real quick. Mm. But he just said that everyone sounded on top of their game. They it did. was just, it was awesome. It mm. was so fucking good. And like, I, as you said, like, you know, they played those um, War and Peace back to back. And yes. I thought, okay, like maybe it's a bit early to be kind of bringing it down. Mm. But they, you know, have faith in the, have faith in the system. Have faith in the process. They know mm. what they're doing. They do. Um, they had a lot of fun with the bleed you out stuff. Obviously, with the backdrop turning into just a whole big meme for about four minutes. It oh, was, dude, it was great. It was just a lot of fun. The crowd were mental. How was the encore part with the little? Sorry, the video. Like oh, the it was end. awesome. It was just so funny. Yeah, it was, it was just so well done. It's awesome. Yeah, like um, yeah, I'm absolutely no complaints. Like I like actually. No, I wouldn't say there's any complaints. I the only the only thing that the kind crowd of thing? the like only thing yeah when when people when yeah. security comes up and does say like you have to t- tone it down yeah, and no I crowd get surfing it. I get it but like <laughs> Stage dives. I it does kill the mystique a little bit. I know this is hard to say considering everything that's happened recently, but like you know, <laughs> gloom kind of, as Mikey said like it's we do the, call it, we call it the killing, the killing floor, floor, but everyone treat each other nicely. It does kind of like yeah, there is that bit of like. Well, danger that's added to a mosh pit that's kind of part of the point like as like just that's like the, the anti-climb stuff in. just like the staff stuff like you know you mm. might get hit in the face like obviously we don't want anyone to fucking die no of course but, like, not. And that's, but that's not going to happen in a gloom show unless no. something insane happens so like there's yeah. not enough room when no. the show like that when there's so many people on the floor actually moshing you actually can't get room to swing hard <laughs> enough to do that yeah. a couple of people did get hit in the face we yeah. saw a girl get in the eye but like Unfortunately, when you're in a pit, you take that risk. That's where the adrenaline comes in, and that's why you're in the pit yeah. to actually have fun and get rowdy. And they it's did ca- a great it's job. It's kind of the price you pay. Like it's the the wave you almost sign by buying a ticket. Kind yeah, of thing. If you basically. go towards the pit, you're like you might get hit. You might absolutely. Well, that's the thing. If you don't want to get hit, you stay back. Yeah. So you get a spot and you stand there and you watch the show. If you if you want to risk it, get inside yeah. and go for it. Absolutely. That's annoying because like the best part of the pit is like the outside because you got the most air, mm. and but that's the most dangerous part because people it. get too close well, there. They do. I've been hit many a time. Well, you have. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still concussed from that big guy at the 2319 <laughs> show. It's, I'm too it's, scared to go to any hardcore <laughs> shows these days. <laughs> after that, we were carrying at the Medigo <laughs> Hotel. I'm never going back to that joint. It haunts me. It's insane. We've uh, played that venue. Well, yeah, we did. The Revs. Yeah, we did. God, we commanded the... that stage. I should give Paul a call. Mm. <laughs> you're going to be on? Yeah, 100%. Why right, not? Let's give him a call. Pretty so. sure he's finished work by this time. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, why not? Come on, Paul. Give, come to me. Answer me, Paul. I bet you he doesn't answer. Oh, no. For fuck's sake, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's Paul. done it, Nick. Paul, we're on the air. Paul, how you doing, mate? <laughs> good, brother, good. How was how you feeling? How'd you pull up after last night? Oh man, stiff as a boy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I heard you got. I saw you got into Mikey's way, and he told you to fuck off. Did, uh, does that? Did you start brawling with him after the show, or what? All right, let's get this straight. My mic stand doesn't move. <laughs> he went in front of my mic stand right before I needed to use it. Mm. Did I get in his way, or did he put himself in a shit situation? <laughs> Yeah, I'm Start team, I'm, I'm team Paul. I'm team Paul on that one. Look, no. you, you be the judge. You be the judge. Uh, look, I, I loved... Uh, you can hear me. I'm driving. I loved your Deathcore bobs. They sounded amazing. Uh, they looked amazing. Sorry. Uh, I just, yeah, I just wanted to say congratulations on the show, man. Uh, I was very, very proud of you. Oh, dude, thank you so much. It, like, it still feels so surreal. 
Absolutely. Well, yeah. It's like it's our first show back, and um, in my opinion, you know, like such an iconic venue, like one seventy is. I've been to so many great shows there, and then um, for us to play one seventy, let alone for us to you know be headlining, and then to look into a crowd and you know to see a room that that size full of people, I was just. It's still like it still feels weird. I still see the pictures, and I'm just I um. I almost just feel like it's a really good Photoshop, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I just still feel like it's, it, it's not real. It's nuts. It's wild. I can't, very proud, man. And first show since February 2020, so it would have been pretty cool yeah. to get back on that stage. Oh, absolutely. And, like, I didn't fuck up, which is good. <laughs> oh, not too much. Not enough to notice, but um, the whole, like... Guts of my bass electronics started hanging out mid-set, and I was like, oh, that's fucking not good. <laughs> I did see that. Somebody, slapped somebody a uh, gaffer tape on the back of my bass, just held it together, and it was fine. Uh, it's not a gloom show if uh, something doesn't fuck up, and if that was our only fuck up, then, um, yeah, I think it all actually ran really smoothly. Absolutely. Reception was amazing. Everyone's talking about how great the show was, man. I'll let you go because you are driving, but uh, just want to say congratulations on everything uh, that happened last night, man. No, thank you very much. Uh, just as a disclaimer as well, I am on a Bluetooth audio system, so <laughs> I am being safe. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, thank you. Thank uh, you for the call. Um, it was really good seeing you boys the other night as well, and I'm glad that you got my bride. So, all good. <laughs> well done. See you, mate. I like that guy. I don't British. care what I don't care what you say about him off mic, Nathan. He's all right. <laughs> Confirm or deny he lost his voice like two seconds into him screaming. Oh no, God no, deny. He, he was actually really good last yeah. night because like they actually like I remember him talking to us off mic yonkers ago about like wanting to scream and do a bit more stuff. And Mike, yeah. he's like, never. <laughs> he's kind of like <laughs> that's self, of the that selfish singer syndrome <laughs> really popular, but. <laughs> Paul's found his niche, and like it was really cool last night. Actually, it actually helps Mikey live. It's going to make yeah. his voice better and protect his voice from screaming. So actually, it's going to work. And it element. sounds like on one of the new songs, Paul had a substantial amount Huge to do. He had amount. like a little section where he had three or four lines in a row. So happy days, man. He told me he said the first one's real heavy. Get ready. I'm like, okay. I said it to the long haired beauty, and he could not believe how heavy it was. Yeah, absolutely. Nathan, I want to ask. Let's move on quickly. Uh, night and day. We've got a couple of additions and yes. a couple of subtractions. No. I just want to, you know, if we yes. were, if I was to draft a few people and draft I was them. like we were going to, you know, kind of have a bit of a trade, maybe add some trading cards. First maybe. round, second round. Yeah. And I, I said, uh, you can have Make Them Suffer and Saviour and I have Thy Art and Mirrors. Who do you think has the better hand? Oh, I'm probably going to go Thy Art being the size they are. Yeah. To, like Make Them Suffer is big, but Thy Art. On a personal moment, level, what do you think? I'd go Make Them Suffer, Saviour. Yeah. Over I'm not a saviour guy, so I like mirrors more, and yeah. I like make them suffer a little bit more than thy art. But yeah. I, as you say, the size thing does have. Even though we do like say like you know what a personal preference is, thy, a size does matter a little bit. You know, I know a lot of a lot of people say size doesn't matter, but oh, size does matter in some cases, yeah, Nathan. It does. I know, um, unfortunately, my ego's just been bruised even worse <laughs> than what it was, Nick. But are we happy with the changes? Well, diversity-wise, I actually like it. Like getting a death call kind of fucking. Heavy band in Thy Art, like that replaces Make Them Suffer, who are now more melodic metal over the, the, the actual death call they used to be. Then Mirrors just coming off a fresh album, which is really, really good. Like Savior at the moment, 
they're writing. They've got a new song coming this week. But like you say, I actually like the diversity more so because they're very similar Saviour and make them suffer at the moment. And you get a little bit more of... Like, I think they're a bigger band, like you say, they are. So I'm yeah. happy with it. I think it's a decent trade-in and it looks really cool on the lineup. So I'm yeah. mad. Like, oh, it, it looks so it fits good. beautifully. Do, uh, it's, I wonder, it's almost their ideal festival. Mate, if they play... They could honestly play bef- right before Parkway. And like, you know, Parkway and Die Out of Two the before together, they are 100%. big fans. Like, it, Jesus, it'd be so fucking cool. But not only that, Nathan, mm. Future Static yeah, added to the lineup. That is fucking awesome. Dude, who, like, honestly, who could we put on that? Like, we bring Drag, we probably bring, bring Starve, and it's almost our ideal lineup yeah. this festival now. Like, it is unbelievable getting the, the boys and the gal, the two gals in um, Future Static, who yeah. uh, got a new song coming this week as well. Yes. So. They're Wave, doing waves coming out Wednesday. Wednesday, so they're now signed, and like they are doing really cool things. And like Amy hasn't even released a song yet, it's and insane. they are getting all these festival spots, and they are getting all this hype and like press, which is really cool. So it's it kind of cool reminds me a little bit of the Star thing, where like I feel like Star almost bullied their way onto that Unify lineup Ooh. because of just how hyped their live shows mm. were and their new music. Future Static have done on the back of just the live shows because they haven't had new music in a no. little bit. So like, you know, but they've been playing live shows just kind of sporadically as we've been allowed to play shows. Every show they've played, they have absolutely murdered. They've killed it. It's been insane. They're one of those bands too that their image suits their style as yeah. well. Like a lot of bands, like you see, they're kind of poses. Like they, they get up, they're playing pop punk music. They're wearing thy art shirts. It's like, what are you doing? But yeah. this, this sound that Future Static have, with Amy fronting, I think is a sound that will go like really well in the scene, especially on a lineup like this. So yeah, they're going to gain a hell of a lot of traction and fans from this. I got, got, I hope so. I wonder, like, because I assume they'll be one of the opening bands on one of the days. Does this kill their hype towards the other festival? Nah, God, no. Yeah. I don't think so. Not at this stage. I'd say. Um, I think whenever they have an EP or album, whatever the fuck their release is for next, it's like. I think that's when the hype starts to build up again. I think right now they're just kind of playing in front of new audiences and getting new fans in that sense. No, I'm just meaning our appeal to the other festival itself. Our appeal to like, Uncaged. Now we're, now we're seeing them at night and day. It's kind of like they were one of the appeals <sighs> at Uncaged. question, yeah. It was them and Dragon, like there's a few others. Ah, in Ocean Sleeper, Ocean baby. Sleeper, yeah, true. One of the most top five Carls in there as well. Uh, Chuck Carl on night and day and we're a fucking away, So we've got Carl, Jordy, <laughs> I forgot the third, <laughs> a couple more, me. <laughs> that's you did. Five. Yeah, I'm in there. Well, actually, I, I put my on you last night to be the guest here in one of the songs. Oh, did but, you? Uh, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't on, account, happen. on account of my emptiness. There like, was no guest here. There was no guest here at all. Absolutely stitched yeah, us I up, Jordy. I was furious. I said to Mitch, I'm like, well, Chris, well, we spotted Chris from Drake. He was just over yeah. to the left. We're like, maybe you get up and do that part. Obviously, he was waiting for his slot in the gloom set. Yeah. I'm just waiting for that. But I'm like, Franny might get up and Mate. do it. Franny just stood there with his arms still not breaking. Furious. furious. No, you really were. You're throwing a tantrum, Mick. But no, good show. Good show last night. Night and day is going to be fine. I can't wait. <laughs> Ticket. Let's talk new music, mate. Uh, there are a few, there, was there are a few new releases we should talk about. Um, I guess the main album we should talk about is Mirrors, right? Mm, is it a problem, Nick? Is it a problem? Is there a problem that everything we've listened to after every time I die just doesn't live up to the hype? Does that kind of ruin the rest of the, the oh, albums for us for the rest of the year? Because like we got that in Don Broco in the one week. Yeah, it feels like we're, that bit, we're a bit for these spoiled other... for choice. Yeah, like you, you get like you're on the pinnacle of albums of the year, and it's like it's kind of impossible for us to get to that. Like, hi. I, uh, I asked this last week, um, but now it's out of here. I can ask it again. How much of the hype do you think has been killed by the album being delayed so much and everything happening? Because I just haven't seen that many people talk about this album no. as much as what I would have assumed. Like yeah. this, To me, like people were talking about Mirrors in general, kind of on that same way of like, 
a, like a Deadlights a couple a year ago or like a Thornhill or whatever, like kind of those bands on the up and the bands who are going to break it, break into that next wave or kind of break through that that ceiling. But I don't know. It just didn't like I've seen a few people say it's great, but I just haven't seen that much chatter about this record. I don't know if that's a, maybe it's just not that great for some people or maybe just not enough people give a shit. Well, when I was frothing them, I reckon 2019, I saw them a couple of times. I'm like, they are yeah. fucking amazing live. And like we had, I think it was Cold Sanctuary in the 100 that year. It was a really cool Ooh, song. And we're like, this band is on the up. They're going to do cool things. And that was 2019. And we got the first single this year, Beneath the Sand. That came out April 30. So that's what, bloody six, seven months ago. Yeah, it's so a long time. It's a long time between drinks. And the hype at that stage of the year, Nick, I think was actually there. People were like, oh, it's fucking sick. They got a new album coming. It's going to be out in a couple of months. But six months, like, it hurts the hype. Yeah. And, like, as you say, like, oh, I really enjoyed that first single, but the second single after that didn't really do a lot for me, Leave Them Behind. I was a little bit disappointed. And you go to the album and, like, they drop Purple Static. What a cracking name. That's a great a, name for it a really song. It really is. Yeah. Like, damn, I, I like that. But um, I look at the album now. So, the, what is it? 11 songs, 38 minutes. And, like, they've done decent things, Nick. I, I thought it started nicely, got the little intro into the two singles. Like, that's a nice little platform. But then... That's where it got me. Four, five, and six were my favorite part of the yeah. album. I thought they were really cool songs. Automata, Purple Static. What we'll never see, very, very Thornhill, very Dark Pool in style, those songs. But then after that, kind of faded. Kind of faded, yeah. Yeah, like I I said it last night too. I said it to a few boys. I'm like, what did you think of the Mirrors album? They're like, yeah, it's pretty good. Like, it's, it's really good. And I'm like, well, yeah, I never, I haven't heard someone like that I know, like I talk to say it's amazing. Yeah, like album like, of the year kind I've of I've seen thing. people before the album drops say it's amazing. It's going to be the best I, thing ever. And I wonder yeah. like, you know, maybe that's just kind of, you have a bit more of an attachment to it because you know the guys or like something, like maybe that's it. You know, that's, that happens. I it does. That. But like, I'm looking like coming from their EPs that they've released into this thinking like, is this going to propel them to a certain level in the scene? Like they're going to elevate as to be a headliner going up and down the country doing things and I don't know if it has. I think it's good, but like the singles, I don't know if they're there. Like I look at the Dark Pool when Thornhill dropped that. They had Coven, they had Where We Go When We Die, Lily and the Moon, Views from the Sun, yeah. Nurture, big yeah. songs, bangers. People go to see the bangers live. I don't know if the bangers are here on this album yet. I yeah. quite enjoy it. I really like their style. I thought it would have been a little bit heavier. I think they are, they're screaming. They're a lot. I've always liked Patty screams over his cleans. I think the cleans lack a little bit at times, but it's beautifully written. It's a very enjoyable album to listen to it's very easy to listen to and yeah. I, I just don't think it's a like a nine or, or an eight i'll probably be a seven six yeah. to seven out of ten and it's decent enough like yeah. for us like we're not gonna say it's shit like if it's shit it's gonna be a three but it's not shit uh, yeah, it's, it's not shit you're yeah. like we were saying last night like we're kind of sometimes we think we're like grumpy old men who just don't like stuff no, Nick. but like we're allowed it, it does i was saying this last night to you and it was like to me it reminds me a little bit of that deadlights record that came out, and I know a lot of people fucking love that album. They say it's like Frothed the best it. album of the year, yep. and that's fine. I don't, I don't have any issues if you do think that. But like to me, they have similarities where it's like they're both really well written. They're both, they're obviously both bands are great songwriters, yep. and everything's well produced, and everything sounds great. Mm. It's just, I don't know. There's just not enough that really hooked me, right? Well, like, there's not enough that like makes me want to come back for seconds or thirds or fourths. Like, yep. like say, mm. uh, it's like I know it's an EP, but like the Knock Loose EP or like mm. Turnstiles album. Mm. And I know like comparing local bands to big bands is it's like, you know, it's kind of hard thing mm. to do. But we have to like, yeah, we want to. I think part of the thing is we want them to be in the same league. And yes. We, that, to do that, we kind of want to compare them. Yes. Like, I know we we try to give local bands a little bit of a leg up, and naturally we're not going to be as critical. Maybe no. this maybe. This this album came out by you know, a bigger band, like I don't know, a bigger metal band. style. Yeah, or, maybe yeah. maybe Polaris released this. We'd be harsher on this. Maybe yeah. we'd be like, oh, this is like a four out of ten yeah. or something. Maybe it's a local band. We're giving it a seven or. Yep. 
But I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a weird album. Like I, there are songs I enjoy, yep. but there's just I don't. There's nothing that it's I was just like. There, Nick. There's no top ten song of the year. No, there's no there's, top twenty song of the year. That's I what think. I mean. Like, and that's the that's bangers, what they need, as you say. Like, they need a couple of bangers, Nick. Yeah. You, you need like if you're on, an, on the up, you need a couple where you can put them on a t-shirt and be like, "Fuck yeah, that single! I want to get behind yeah. that. It's a great." It's like video. when Thornhill put the reptile, Legend Tank yes. reptile, on, everyone was like, "Yep, best like one of their best songs." Biggest regret. Didn't buy that. Yeah. Like, I remember I, that. I think the judge of what this is going to be, how this uh, album gets received, is night and day. I think that yeah, when that reaction. comes around, yeah. like, festival crowds are a bit different because you're going to have, a, you're going to naturally have just people kind of in the festival who are going to see them. They'll probably be sometime in the early afternoon. They won't be first on, I, would, I wouldn't believe. Nah. They'd be somewhere like between 2 p.m. onwards kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. And that'll be enough time for a lot of people to be in there. I'll definitely we'll, check it we'll out. We'll see how the crowd respond because I yeah. feel like a lot of people will watch them. If, if a lot of people are moshing, then they probably know the songs a bit more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be the big test. That's the thing. They're not really a mosh band. Like, this album isn't a mosh album they at all. Are, yeah. like, there's jumpy they moments. Bounce, there's a couple yeah. of bits. Like, kind of bounce. bouncy shit. Well, they've always had that bounce core element. But, like, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's there yeah. for me. It's just there. But, Nick. Yes. Another song. Yes. By your favorite band. Amity. In the scene. Yes. Yeah. Um, they have a song called... <laughs> Give it to me, Nick. Do you remember it? Nah, fuck Give up no. the ghost? Is that the one? Give up the ghost? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's that. They either talk about ghosts or fucking the water, Nick, the that's ocean. Right. So that's well, fair. Well, what do you think? I don't mind it. I Look, I think Amity I think Amity have had a really solid year. Like Love is a pretty decent song. I think like it's pretty Love's good. Like a great song. Yeah, I have, mm. no, I have no issue with that track. I've listened to it a couple of times since, and then both times I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. I thought this new song's pretty good. Not as good as Like Love, in my opinion, but that's okay. Um, I think Amity have had the same amount of bangers this year as they did last year. Last year, they released an album. So it's like, <laughs> so they're two for two this year, in my opinion, but it's still not something I'm really going to fuck. Again, it's not a top 10 song or anything like that. You know what it is decent. with Amity, Nick? Yeah. I think, like, I know the formula now. For us, yeah. And oh, yeah. For well, not not just the way they write it, but the way we're going to like a song from Amity is if the hook's good. Yeah. If they've got a good hook and a good chorus, like like love, we're going to get behind it and enjoy the song. Yeah. This hook is not near that level, which yeah. is why we don't think it's as good. So Amity, purely from now on, the songs are all going to sound the same. If they've got a good hook, they're going to be big. People yep. are going to sing them. People are going to like them. If they're not. People aren't going to really get yeah. like the, like this song won't go off. I don't think at night and day compared to a like love. I don't think the sing-alongs is good, but that's just me. That's you, how I'm going to judge. You it. know how um like yeah you know how like the whole thing we've talked about this a few times. How like Wes Ballin would say we don't want to write new music because people want to hear the bangers, right? Yes. And you know how certain bands where like I, there's probably certain bands that we probably wish they didn't write new music. Like I I think the Offspring should probably just call it. I think after their last album, I think Nick. that's that's good enough thing to say. I don't even want to go see them live now. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Dexter's? Have you seen Dexter? No. He looks Watch like, the Woodstock '99. he looks shocking. Oh yeah. I he's he's looked. I remember. I think it was Jack from Void describing him as a melted candle when I interviewed Void the first time. It's not a far off the description like, now, Nick. So, it looks shocking. Like, considering like you look at like Billy Joe Armstrong who looks pretty good still, Travis Barker like dating, dating a Kardashian, yeah. like looking fantastic. Yeah. And then you got fucking Dexter. Dexter. What the fuck happened? What happened to you, Dexter? <laughs> too many fucking It went noodles. to Pie Face a few too many times. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Like, I get it. Pie Face oh, is great. It's great. But, <laughs> but like, it's an infamous story. Do you, with Amity, mm. do you want? Do you like wish they cut it now? Do you think like they have anything left in the tank? Do you feel like because like they're still releasing okay music? They're yeah. releasing better music than they did the last couple albums. Oh, for sure. They're so, are you happy sound. with them keeping going? Like, if they had an album next year, would you be excited? I wouldn't be excited, but I'd listen to it and enjoy it. Yeah. I, I think they've found their sound again because like they obviously like they came out and killed it with Young Bloods and the Chasing Ghosts and Let the Ocean Take Me. All very similar sounding albums. Yes. So then from there, they've kind of been on a journey. Like, um, is it buddy? 
uh, I Bring the Weather with me was yeah. that one of the albums into what was the 2018 one? Misery. Misery. So like they've all they've been changing their styles like with the Bring Me Effect. It was literally that. They brought in electronics a lot more so they lost their drummer. I was a big fan of Amity when they had that original drum. I think Ryan was his name but yeah. he obviously quit and I wasn't as big on their stuff because I was re- they were really drum heavy early. Like, they have really good breakdowns and drum feels but it kind of lost the way and Guitar wise, they kind of stopped playing guitars, but now yeah. they're kind of back, Nick. So, like, you got Joel screaming doing his thing. Aaron's writing pretty decent hooks. They got a good formula. I like the formula now better than it used to be. What do you uh, do? You think they're gonna do a ride at Unify, or do you think they're gonna sound like garbage? <sighs> Fuck, do you think oh. it's gonna be more of a 2018 oh, Unify re- oh, repeat? Because oh that was really disastrous. Rough. That was one of the roughest sets. Like, I think that might. Uh, it's not as rough as the Underoath one because I felt more like obviously international I felt sorry band. For them. Yeah, that was a bit. Almost some of it was out of their control, and then mm. they got pissed off and mm. like. I, I don't know, man. Amity was garbage. Though. There was no other way to say it. I've never heard a band. So, and also, like the wind was blowing, it was freezing oh, cold that night. God. Like a lot was working against them, but they were also terrible. I think they'll be good. Yeah, I actually, I have hope for this set. I think this set will be pretty good. He can't, like Nick. What are they going to get? An hour? Yeah. So maybe hour, a little bit more. Yeah. So let's say an hour and twenty minutes, which is what 15, 16 songs. Yeah. They've got 15 or 16 Bangers. songs that they can fill and absolutely dominate a crowd. So but it's if they pick them. That's the they issue. They have to play the sing-alongs at a festival like that. you got to play yeah. the Young Bloods. you got to play the Anchors, the Chasing Ghosts, the R.I.P. But they the did R. that R. last time. They did that in 2018. Yeah, the sound was garbage. And, but it was just, they were terrible. That was like, Aaron was singing. Aaron was off. Yep. Searing two, two steps down from everything else. Joel st- sounded like a fucking scratching cat. Oh my horrible. God, it was awful. I think, from that, they will come back strongly. I yeah. think, like, it's been so long since people have been playing shows. This is an important gig. They yeah. have to fucking perform well, being a headliner. They are the headliner, Dick. So yeah. they have to fucking pull their weight. Like, that other festival, there was other people that were just as big as them, if not bigger, with Under Oath. And, like, was it fucking Taken Back Sunday? Yeah. Bands to propel the crowd up that people were interested in. But people are going to see Amity now. Yeah. They have to put on a show. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of that. And also, we have Headwreck. 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 We have an EP. Um, they, look, the, the song they released earlier in the year was pretty fucking great. And mm. I'm free falling. I think that was their song, isn't it? Free Fall? That's right. talking about the North Lane Free Fall song? Nah, mm-hmm. oh. North Lane Free Fall. Oh. Free Fallen by whoever sung that song. I can't yeah. remember who did. I think um, Free Fallen might be a Def Leppard song as well. I might oh, I be. Love it. And I'm free. Very nice, big fan. Well, Nick, I actually quite like the album title, the EP title, "Glamorized Demise." Nick, not a bad little rhymer there. As a little rhymer, that's a. If I went on the rhyme zone, I put "glamorized" in there. I think the first one to come up would be "demise." uh, I like that. That's very good. I love an old-fashioned rhyme zone thing because everyone uses it, but they don't want to say they do. Like mm. right, when people write lyrics, they're like, mm. they write like, the first line and they're like, hmm, oh. what rhymes with stairs? And they'll type it in the rhymes and it'll give them all the rhymes. We'll be like, hmm, chair. <laughs> they chair. go with that. Glares. Yeah. Nick Brown. Yes. I'm a fan of these guys. Yes. I actually, I, I, like, we've talked about Free Fall just then, but I've listened to each single. They dropped four singles throughout the year now, which has been really cool to listen to. We've added them all to the Backbone podcast or the playlist, as we like to call it. But the only thing that really puts me off, the cleans at times really lack. Yeah. So like the cleans like this hurts the overall factor for me. Like I would love to put a few of these songs in the hundred, but I've only got free fall. That's been in my playlist all year. I've loved Good that song. song. That's a fucking banger. But around that, like musically, they are phenomenal. This is yeah. a very, very busy EP. There's a lot of things going on guitar wise. It's a phenomenal sounding thing for four, pe- like a four piece Brisbane band. They're, like four they, piece, yeah. they're a four piece Brisbane band. They got a really cool um, little interview with the what we did on the weekend boys do um, to check out. So you can definitely look at that. But it's another one, like another EP that we've released. The, the locals are they're doing it all year. We've got a lot of EPs. Like it's not yeah. going to be in the top 
five, I don't think, but it's a decent enough job. I've enjoyed the listen, and yeah, I've, they've got I've, they've got a future. Something I was interested in here was like Freefall. They put it as track six, the last track on the EP. Now that's a good idea yeah. in theory, but also I feel like when a song's so far above the, your best track, sometimes it might be more beneficial for you to put it earlier in the list. But a, I completely get what they did. Did a Vatic. So you remember yeah. Vatic ended their their EP and it led into the, the intro yeah. song. So that actually happened there with okay, Freefall yeah. into Empty Space. But like you say, the singles around that weren't quite as good. But yeah. I think there's future there. There's promise because screams-wise, music-wise, yeah, the poten- they have the potential. potential's there. So they have something. They have a sound. If they can improve those cleans to a, a level... A couple of times throughout there, there's actually different kinds of vocals that sound really good. Yeah. So, like, they can get there. And they've got uh, good merch as well. So, you know, that's half the battle as well. If you can have decent merch. Good like, image. Absolutely. It's got a good image. Market yourself nicely. Music comes second anyway. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Nate, let's go to Pot Shots. Quick questions and quick answers. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You go first, Nick. Oh, you're a bastard. I didn't want to go first. Uh, I'll go first, Nick. Brent. Okay. No, okay. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of touched on this a little bit, but yes. I will um, kind of double down on it. Uh, Nathan, shows will never be the same after what happened at Astro World, yay or nay? Yay wise for festivals. Yes. So clearly festivals, I think the security is going to be probably over the top, especially for our ones. Especially like, right, I think the next six months or so, we're going to cop it like a, a lot more. I think in America, like I've seen, I've seen stuff in America that's happened since. I know yep. Day in Vegas happened very, um, I think a week after Astro World, and there's like this, like people are screaming out because like one person hurt, the an- hurt, hurt their ankle, oh. and it's like people are now starting to almost be those like, like those, um, I don't know those one day activists where they kind of turn, they like the cameras are on them. They're like, they want to just appear like they're, you know, that's like the whole, that's, I don't like bringing it up at the Melbourne cup with the horse. Yeah, oh yeah. If you're an activist, I agree. No, if you're agree. an activist and all year you're fucking preaching about it, fair enough. It's the same but thing not we just say the about people the Irish. It's say like the Irish. It's the only don't reason you I'm, steal I'm, my pot shot. But it's like, don't oh, no. you steal it already, <laughs> Brownie? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about the um the pot shot in a second. But no, Nick, I actually think the difference. Australian festivals. I said it to you last night. Our big day outs were getting forty thousand a Melbourne. Yeah. America get 150,000, 200,000 to Coachella, was it, when we went? Yeah, like, there's- but it's also, there's multiple stages at the big day out. There's like eight, there's like six bands playing at once. Astro World, there's one stage. That's the thing. It's like, so you can like, only go one place. Dude, and that's the, that's the difference. I, I think in Australia, we not saying we know how to mosh differently or act differently at a yeah. crowd, because everyone's pretty similar in the music scene. I like to think so. They're pretty cluey and pretty smart, but... I don't think we'll be affected as badly, but America, they are in a... It's not going to be fun going to yeah. festivals a while, but... I, wait for Rage. I saw... Rage yeah, wait for it. Now. But, uh, like, I saw... I think it was Ryan from Future Static kind of pull out, like, because a lot... Of, there's been so it. many fucking heavy music They're fans. They're on Nicky they just, they just go on about, oh, it would never happen in our scene. And it's like... It's fucking mate, you, you can't cr- you can't control yourself when it comes to a crowd crush, mate. Like, crowd crushing is a completely different animal. Like, there are moments, obviously, it's where like people... A crowd at a footy so you can't control your own body, let you alone can't. someone else's. Like, it's fucking... Yeah, it's just a silly... It's a silly thing, and it's annoying when I see people point out very specific occasions where people have been like, oh, you know, they this band stopped the crowd for like, say like Linkin Park, there's a video going around that was like Linkin Park stopping it for once. It's like, yes. I can imagine that happens at every Linkin Park show, but if they, they haven't stopped at every show, but you don't notice that because they probably got picked up and that was like, you know, something happened. Or exactly. It's, yeah, it's just a weird, it's a weird thing. Well, blaming rap for it, especially like rap shows, like you said, all the, like a lot. R&B shows are so fun to go yeah. to. Like, you're bouncing around having a good time. Like at our shows, you're copping elbows, and <laughs> knees and feet to the face. Yeah, there's so, no like, real crowd killing at those shows. No, that's so. the thing. That's the difference. So you are going to have fun, but Oh, it's going to be an interesting time. But Nick, yeah. for you. Yes. Alpha Wolf. Yes. Are going to win the ARI Award Ooh. for best metal or rock album next week, yeah or nay? Um, nay, I just... Not that I don't... given them their hopes up? And, I don't... It's mm. not that I don't want them to. I feel like... I don't know if like... 
again, I don't want to say they should because I don't really know all the uh, the nominations to be honest. So I'm not really. Curious. Yours truly got one. Yeah, yours truly really cool. The, the psychedelic porn crumpets. Ah, psychedelic porn crumpets. I cool. Like them. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I reckon they were going to win, but now Alpha have got the invite. Yeah, got the invite to go. Like, that's cool. Um, look, if they won it, that'd be amazing. Like, it'd be so fucking cool for the scene. And I really hope they do. Um, look, if they do, they do. If they don't, they still got invited to the Aries and they can still get some pictures in front, in the, on the carpet and kind of thing. And I hope Sabian wears a mask and looks like a fucking anime character. It'll oh, yeah. look fucking sick. Phenomenal. Yeah, it'll look great. Mm. Awesome. Can't big, wait. Big, big fan. Nathan, band should update songs from new releases to accommodate fan criticism. Ooh. Yay or nay? <laughs> I'm going to say nay. <laughs> I don't know if I want to touch this. So what do you, what do you, you, got a, you got a theory behind this? Well, or? no, my, my, I guess my only um, kind of, Example of this is like Kanye with like he releases and then he'll keep kind of working on it yeah. after it's been released. Yeah. And sometimes when fans will go, I don't like this certain section, he'll change he it. might he might listen to it and yeah. be like, most of the time he won't, but nah. sometimes he will and be like, oh, okay, you don't like that. I'll put this in. Make it better. Obviously, yeah. local bands aren't going to have the financial budget for that because it's like, you know, you're not going to go back into the studio kind of thing. And like, it's just financially going to be a bitch to do. But I feel like these bigger bands, like if there's a certain section people don't like, or maybe there's a certain song people don't like, like why not just try and redo it and fucking and just fuck it up and see what you can do I'd love that it'd be awesome imagine be imagine two months later imagine like North Lane um, like the one dud song on Alien I can't remember what it's called um, there's like one average song and it's like they they all of a sudden two months later they come out and it's just completely different like still got the same structure but yeah. it's just things have just gone completely left and you're like oh wow that's amazing lifted like, it through the they're roof lift, they're lifting like they're listening to the what's going on but again I, I get the idea of like you know you shouldn't always listen to fans yeah. <laughs> fans aren't always the best gauge that's true sometimes like, fans don't know what's good for them some are good some are like some some fans are really smart yeah. some aren't like us <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. we go Right, but Nick, an album with three bangers and average songs is better than an album full of just good songs, yeah or nay? Yeah, three bangers all day. Um, the, it's the classic It's the classic old school album of, you know, you front load your album, you have maybe three to four bangers at the front end, and then it kind of peters out. They sell your tickets. Yeah, now. absolutely. They're the ones that get you. Like, you know, if you have Reptile by Thornhill on the EP, if say that was the only good song on the album, on the EP it's like it's still a fucking 10 out of 10 song. Mm. So it's like that will sell. That's going to sell. And and for a lot of people, that will elevate every other song on the EP in some regard because they're going to like, they're going to subconsciously want the other songs to be good because they're like, well, this song's amazing. So why can't I think the other ones that are? That with Black Label. After yeah. Lights On, Quite On Love, it came out afterwards. People went back and listened to the other songs and were like, holy yeah. shit. Uh, was, people's minds cool. work really interesting. But like, I don't want to, if, if, if every song's a seven out of 10, I'm not giving the album a 7 out of 10. I'll probably give it a 6 or a 5 because it's like everything sounds the fucking same. Everything's like there's no ups and downs. You kind of mm. need... It's weird to say this because some albums you kind of need peaks and... you know, need Peaks and troughs. And valleys. Or, yeah. You kind of need to go down sometimes. And whether that's an interlude that does that for you, whether that's a slower song. Mm. But like, yeah. I agree. I agree. I like the bangers. Well, I don't I don't want consistency. Fuck consistency. Well, Albums suck. That's what I felt with the end of the Mirrors album. I thought yeah. tracks four, five, and six were really good. I really, really enjoy that section. But after that, it kind of weighs. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I get times. it. Nathan, live music. Uh, we kind of, again, we talked about this before. Live oh, yes. music is officially back in Melbourne. It's back, baby, yay, Nick. Yay. yay or nay. Get around it, Nick. It's back. We, 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 I finally feel normal again for the yeah. first time in like fucking 18 months. So I'm back. I don't know if everyone else is back. I'm pretty sure everyone else I is like back. I like to think everyone's uh, unfortunately, back. Unfortunately, Burjo's concussed you know, over the weekend, Nick. Yeah. You see his beautiful face last oh, night. Oh, God. But, um, Shout out Burjo. Yeah, I hope he's, you're okay, He's doing Burge. it tough at the moment. He so is, so. Shout, shout out to him. Definitely get around that bloke when give you him see him. If you haven't heard, yeah, give him a message and um, mm, send, send love to his way because he needs it right now. Nick Brown. Yes. The original Unify lineup would sell more tickets than the lineup they have for this year, yeah or no? Ooh, that's a great question. 
Um, I didn't want to ask okay, it last week quest, to George. <laughs> I, I gotta, I'm going to have to update you. I'm going to have to question you on this first. Are we talking about the original lineup back in 2015 or the original lineup in today's, like, kind of 2021's version? So the 2015 lineup now. Okay. So you're bringing back yes, stories. Yeah, absolutely. You're bringing back absolutely. Amity Northlane, Dyart, Dee's Nuts, Stories, Buried in Verona, Getaway Plan. Um, Did Antag, Antag play Antag that? Antag played. <sighs> I, Break yeah, even. I think yeah. so. I, but also, it, uh, maybe not because it's also a one-day event. So, like, you you don't have as many bands playing naturally as what you did. Um, so, it, it could go either way. I also think maybe some, maybe a one-day event would bring more people back. Who knows at this stage? Like, some people might be getting sick of the two days. Might Dude, be like they're getting a bit old and they're like, they can't handle if it. If they got that old school lineup. It's insane. The amount of people that would come just for that, just to say it's like a, a five-year reunion or yeah. six, what, what is it, six years since it was? Yeah. So, like... You'd sell just off that and getting Northlane as a headliner. Like, yeah. that's like Violent Soho's sick and we love that. But like Northlane for our scene means probably a bit a more. Bit more. Yeah. I had one more for you. Yeah, absolutely. But I'll me. bring it to you next week. Oh, you are a piece <laughs> of Nick, shit. Because Nick. Yes. It's quiz time. It's quiz time. It's fucking quiz time. And right. I don't know how. I don't know. What's the over under? What do you, what do you reckon? You can call uh, the over under. Seven. Today. I'm getting seven today. Seven. Seven's so a pass. You used to wear number seven in 40. I like yep. that, Nick Brown. So one, I used to wear number one. You got to start well here, Nick Brown. True or false? Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Pale Face have an album, a new album called Fear and Dagger coming out March 25, 2022. False. Uh, uh, Nick, um, do you want to change that? Is, no. Am I, am I talking about Pale Dusk? No. You, am I you, talking about Pale Face? You said Pale Face. Well, Nick, because it's true, Pale Face have an album called Fear and Dagger coming out March 25th. Unfortunately, yeah, zero out of one, Nick. Round two, <laughs> what so band sad. dropped the song It's Over during the week? Oh, shit, I don't know that either. Was it A, like Pacific? Was it B, Between You and Me? Was it C, Silverstein? Or D, Animals as Leaders? Oh, fuck. I don't know. It's a tough quiz. Um, <laughs> B... No, Between You and Me is an album. They took a shot at Hopeless Records. I'm about to get to that, Nick. How fucking dare you? That's coming later. Go on. So you're going B? No, I'm not going B. I'm going Silverstein. Because it's correct. One out of two, Nick. Good save. Well done. Three. What song has more streams on Spotify? Starve on account of my emptiness or Starve Sour Times? Sour Times. Sure, you want to go with that? Yes. The um, feature with Jack Bergen? I've been listening a lot lot to this EP. Oh, have you? And I can't remember the streams, but I'm going to go Sour Times. <laughs> sour Times? Yeah, because I always... I'm, I'm going now when it comes to the stream ones. I'm going the opposite of what I actually think. What do you rank higher? I think they're both A-plus songs. I think they're both 10 out of 10 tracks. I actually swapped them in my list that I sent to you like twice. Oh, it's insane. I think both songs could be top uh, top 10 songs of the year. Maybe they if I'm being, be. I genuinely do. I think maybe I think they're both. They both one and two. Nick, maybe they. Maybe it's going to win everything. One and two. They're going to win the album of the year, the EP of the year, the song they're of the year, the worst the album song of the year, year, the worst art of the year, the best art of the year. They're going to win fucking everything. The best live it. act. Nick, four. Was I right? See, our time's correct. Yay, two. Well done. I, I, see, like the psych, you're starting to get the psych here. Like I try and psych you out, trying out. You know, you figuring it out. Nick, four. Yes. Who am I? I'm an Aussie band with two names. Ocean Grove. Great guess. It's been a while since you give me the two names. I oh, know, that's why I've <laughs> thrown it in there. But Nick, it's not them. I'm signed to UNFD and played Unified 2020. Mm. Got another guess? Um, Dear Seattle. Great guess, Nick Brown. It's not them. Fuck. My singer is dating the singer from another band from our scene. Motion Grove. <laughs> Tonight Alive. Tonight Alive. <laughs> Featuring Ocean Grove. Well played. It all came full okay, circle. Nice. Nick, five. What came first? Amua, look at yourself, or Code Orange forever. 
Ooh, they both came out in 2017. But did they? Yeah. Look at yourself definitely did. I'm pretty sure Code Orange did. Uh, maybe they didn't. Code Orange came out first. Code Orange got nominated for a Grammy that year. Yeah. Was it 2017 or 2016 that that came out? I'm going to say 2017. No. Came out in 2018. Ah, Mule came out first. Unfortunately, no, you're correct. It was Code Orange Forever. Came out January 13, 2017. Look at yourself. Came out March 3, I can't remember if I got that right or not in the end. <laughs> no, sorry. You, 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 no, you did. Six. So, Thy Art is Murder announced a tour during the week, Nick. Do you remember this? So, yes. five bands were announced for the support throughout, including Deadlights, Justice for the Damned, Aparte, and Inhibitor. Who was the fifth band, Nick Brown? Do I have options? <laughs> no, you don't. I gave you four out of the five. Um, I'll give you two guesses. Oh, fuck. How am I supposed to get this? <laughs> the, the Wandering? It's a great guess. It's not there. No? Okay. Um, uh, a Deathcore, I'm guessing. Are they like, really heavy? They are. Um, what, are you, what, what was an old wrestling pay-per-view back in the day? Armageddon? Great guy, it's pretty close. Um, is it was that the uh, pay-per-view you're thinking, thinking of? No mercy. No, it's none of those. It's uh, a Survivor Series. Think of the Undertaker. Undertaker. Uh, WrestleMania. Throwing Brock Lesnar through a. Uh, oh no, that was Unforgiven. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. It's not that. I don't know. <laughs> Help me. I'm pretty sure Kane fought Triple H at this. Okay. Actually, no, that was no way out. Yeah. <laughs> No mercy. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what, what do you think about like being vengeful, Nick Brown? Vengeance. Vengeance, Nick uh, Brown. Vengeance nice. I got it. That's a win. That's a win. So mm. doing cool things here. 15 dates, four festival slots amongst those Six. 15 dates for Thy Art. Nick? Yes. Seven. What band is dropping the song Luna November 26 this week? Mm. Is it A, Diamond Construct? B, Days Like These? C, Yours Truly? D, Red Hook? I think it's one of the first. I'm pretty sure two. you're five out of you five out of. No, I think four, I'm four. Four. I'm okay. four out of six right now. I'm going for. You need four. three of the last four, Nick. I don't know about this one. I think it's one of the first two, but I can't remember who the first two were. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go. Days like these have a new song, but I don't know if it's called Luna. I'm gonna go Diamond Construct. Good guess. Yeah, it's Luna. Nah, you it's no. It's days like. Nah, this. you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you need the last three to get this. Okay. This is just a general question, Nick. Oh, fuck. What band signed to Grayscale during the week? You've mentioned them already in this show. Oh, fuck, I know. Um, During the night and day segment. Um, my future static. It's not them, no. It ain't Saviour. Correct, it's Saviour. It's Saviour. Saviour. Yeah, what a great okay. guess that was, Nick. Round nine. What song? What is, that? is that a high five? I'm, just, I'm up to five. I'm okay, to you five. know, I say you need two more, Nick. What song has more views on YouTube? Amity Affliction, Pittsburgh versus A Day to Remember the Downfall of Us All. Oh, that is fucking gross. Um, oh, I can't answer this because I know I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> Pittsburgh's got a fuck ton of views. So many views. Um, Americans ate I don't up. remember the Downfall of Us All's video um, for some reason. Been re kind of got redone, you know, because like they got rid of Pittsburgh. The... We're going Pittsburgh. Great guess, Nick Brown. That's correct. Is it? No. No! <laughs> 25 million Downfall of Us All versus 22 million Pittsburgh. Duck. I'll, I'll, I'll let you off, Nick, if you get this right. Okay. Ten. This is my redemption. How well do you know your mates, Nick Brown? Oh, fuck. What band shirt and hat did Jace Mack rep for Aussie Music Shirt Day? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Headwreck. Headwreck. Headwreck was the t-shirt. That's correct. What was the hat? Oh, 
Double fuck. How am I supposed to get this? Um, and it wasn't the what we did on the weekend bucket app. Is it inhibitor? It's a great guess, Nick. It's not. Okay. Same kind of style and vein. Oh, um, life cell. What do you get at court? Um, you, you, you You're hoping for at something. A tennis court? You're hoping for something at a court. Money. <laughs> You gold digging whore. <laughs> uh, what are you what, looking for in the court of law, Nick? What are you looking for? I'm looking for innocence. You're looking. For, that's a great guess. <laughs> what else are you looking I'm, for I'm as looking, well as innocence? I'm looking for good character in people. I don't know. What am I looking You're for? Looking for justice. justice. That's all right, Nick. Very ben. nice. As you say before, you actually said a couple of things that I was going to talk about later. We'll just yes. run through them quickly. So between you and me, came out and called out Hopeless Records. So they've dropped their new album, Armageddon. Pop punk album, if that's your thing, go out and check it out. It's probably going to be pretty good. A lot of people got behind that on Twitter. But Nick, so the uh, actual, the art, like, sorry, Hopeless Records themselves posted one tweet the yeah. day it came out. Between you and me, have kind of gone and said, reckon you could have pulled your weight a bit more, to be honest. So yeah. Yeah, I saw, they got a I, lot of backlash. I, I saw Jason Max say, at UNFD and then fantastic. at Void of Vision. <laughs> Justice for that. But yeah, what do you think? This happens so much. Um, Yeah, look. Don't sign with a fucking label, dude. Unless you can, unless you can have the rights to your own music, and you can, you feel like you can actually get a decent deal. Don't sign to a fucking label. They don't support you. Um, UNFD. Uh, I don't want to say that. Um, no, I won't say that. Not saying anything. I'm, my, my lips are sealed. My lips are sealed. <laughs> Shout out to the Life Pilot guitarist playing with Carpal Tunnel. Check out the the really gnarly images on Silly Silly. Oh, Goose really? Club. It's a fucked up thing. He's, his arm was absolutely bruised. And Nick, yeah. something that was actually three years in the making. So you did an interview with um, Up Late during the week. Yes. And I'm um, Nick, just down the bottom there. So people that reach out to us... Did not mean that. He, he inboxed us three, three years ago, Nick Brown. If you reach out to the background what? takeover, we're going to look after you. Because Nick, was a, he came to us. We didn't go out chasing the interview. He came to us. He wanted us. How was it? It was I fucking hate him. <laughs> no, kidding. no, Max is great. What? We just talked about Yeezus. He's a good. He's a big Kanye fan. So he's a big. He's not even a big Kanye fan. He's a big I was Yeezus right. Fan. He just thinks it's the best album. I remember fucking that he inboxes randomly in the middle of the night one night. I'm like, fucking, that's the guy. Thinking <laughs> now he's in that was it. He was in after to, uh, after, after up, yeah after touch yeah after yeah. Touch so time. no, cool. Happy good days. Good, good, shit. good shit, everybody. Hey. Go listen if to Starve and Gloom. Yeah, go listen to Starve. Go listen to Gloom. Go listen to Mirrors. Check go it out for yourself. Go listen to that, that Headwreck um, interview of what we did in the weekend. Mm, Freefall. And um, mm. yeah, shout out Berger. Hope you're doing well, mate.